Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today on the podcast, we are discussing Butlers in Love, the final movie in Hallmark's new year, new movie series. It's almost time for Love You, Ari. Hey, you love this podcast? You know where you can find more of it is at Patreon. And Patreon is a super easy way for you to support the creators that you love. Starting at just $3 a month, you get bonus Hallmark content from us. January was all about Tyler Hines. It's not too late for you to get in on that. But February is Andrew Walker month. <laughs> it's a, it's a toss up. Tyler Hines and Andrew Walker are a real, real close one too for me. I think he is so attractive. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've only seen him in anything but one movie. I think we've seen him in a couple in 2021. If you want a piece of that, Tyler Hines, Andrew Walker, goodness, patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. You can also find us outside of the podcast on Instagram, where we are simply Megan and Wendy. We would love to have you join us over there. I think we need a t-shirt that says, I want a piece of that. (laughs) What do you think? I'm into it. You can always email us too at magnawindy at gmail.com. And we have tons of emails about the wedding veil, which we will talk about in two weeks when we review the second installment in that trilogy. The wedding veil unveiled. Yes. Also, we have been getting a couple of emails from Hallmark Channel watchers, which thank you so very much. We just have one small request. Please put the movie you're referring to in the body of the email somewhere, because sometimes these lovely writers will write in and be like, I love that song in that movie, but we don't know what movie or what song you're talking about. Indeed. You ready for a synopsis of this movie? I am. Butler's in love in a prestigious Butler Academy, passionate Emma and rebellious Henry train to become royal butlers where the competition is fierce and sparks fly. Starring Stacey Farber, Corey Cott, and Maxwell Caulfield. News and notes about Butler's in love. I have a little bit. Plus, I have a little deep dive info on like real life Butler Academies. Butling. Butling, which is actually a real word. It is indeed. This movie was filmed in Burnaby, British Columbia in November 2021. And there was a, a scene where they were outside and you could see their breath. And my husband, who watched this one with me, was like, oh, it looks cold there. I'm like, yeah, it was probably filmed in February in Canada. Yeah. And I was right. November, but yeah. What did I say? February? Uh, you guys know what I meant. I didn't mean November. It's so cold in my house that Wendy and I are both holding <laughs> with both of our hands mugs of hot drinks as close to our faces as we possibly can. It's like 65 degrees in here. That's cold to me. Inside a home, that's cold inside. <laughs> Maxwell Caulfield, who played Mr. Willoughby in this movie, was also the hot guy who was in Grease 2. I have never seen Grease 2. It's super cringy. Like, I mean, Grease 1 was too, like, we is problematic, we know. But Grease 2 was, like, yeah. bad. They had this song called Reproduction, oh. and it was just what you think it means mm-hmm. like science class they're all mm. dancing around in science class talking about reproduction yeah yeah but the hot british guy who drove the motorcycle does he get to be british in that movie he is oh. and in fact i read an article an interview from him that said like this is the first time that he got to play a british actor since greece too oh it's been a long time i loved his british accent in this movie well i, I thought it lent gravitas to his <laughs> Did you? 
butler instructor character. I did. Wow. Henry, who is portrayed by Corey Cott, is best known for playing Jack Kelly on Broadway in Newsies. Have you seen Newsies on Broadway? Never. I'd love to. I'm not familiar with the show. I know it's uh, they wear those cute little hats and newsboy hats. Yeah, and dance around. But I gotta tell you, I really liked Corey Cott. I loved Corey Cott. I'm like, who are you? I like you. You know, I did not know that he was on Broadway, but um, his IMDb, he's oddly left off of the Butlers in Love IMDb page, but his own IMDb page does list his role in Butlers in Love, which I thought was interesting. But this is clearly his first starring role on screen. So interesting to hear that he has more of a stage resume than screen. But... Corey Cott, look, some of our dudes of Hallmark are aging, which is good. Fine. Great. That's that's what you want to happen. <laughs> Better than yeah. the alternative. Uh-huh. But I like this younger Corey Cott. Bring him in. Okay. Make him a regular. Well, you know what's funny is that he, I read, took over the role from Hallmark railer Jeremy Jordan, mm. who we last saw in Mix Up in the Mediterranean. Jeremy Jordan. Oh, All right. right. Yeah. I don't, it's not the same Jeremy Jordan. But it's not, but I can't I can't hear that you know, name. It's all, yep. Without saying it in my mind. Well, I love how you threw a little Beverly Hills 90210 into this because I have a note about Beverly Hills 90210 later in the okay. show. Okay. Yeah. Stacey Farber plays Emma Conroy. She had a, a pretty large role in Virgin River season three, and I was thinking, gosh, I don't remember her. That's because I have not finished season Oh, that's three. a Netflix show, right? Yeah, I've only watched the the first two seasons. Yeah, that's not for me, that show. Sorry. It's a little too hallmarky for you, probably. It is. She was also in Degrassi, The Next Generation, which I never watched that show either, no. but I have a 25-year-old sister who I think it was right in that line. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, I see that she also has been in an episode of Unreal, oh. which Unreal is now the new, what's that one show that Once all- Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Yeah. It's like everybody's been in, every Hallmark actor has been in that movie. Do you have any more news and notes? Well, Anna White, the writer of this movie, says that she based this Butler Academy on the Butler Academy in the Netherlands, which you can find at butlerschool.com. Very interesting. So, Because my deep dive has revealed that the International Butler Academy is considered the only professional butler school in the world. Mm. Which is where? I don't know. Somewhere. Uh, it had euros. Uh, let me look. It is in the Netherlands. Maybe this is the one. Is it butlerschool.com? Is that their website? It is. Okay. Okay. So, well, good. All right. At least she was going to, like, the source of, you know, the the place people think is the top place. Yeah. She had clearly done her research, it felt like to me. It felt like she knew what was up with, like, place settings and wine pairings okay. and cufflink lengths etc okay tell okay. me more about butler so it's a 10 week training program it's 800 curriculum hours okay in 10 weeks is a lot right is that that just seems like full time to me okay yeah 80 hours a week yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. 40 hours a week times two months my math is bad guys sorry um it costs approximately sixteen thousand u.s dollars yeah, that seems like a lot of money to uh, for two months go to school there. But it's all inclusive, which includes housing and uniform hmm. and field trips and stuff like that. Okay, the curriculum includes. Are you ready for it? I am. The life of a butler. 
the modern butler, staff management, house management, table management, laundry management, communication, pet management, etiquette and protocol, cooking and miscellaneous, which includes flower arranging, character building, chauffeuring etiquette, and security. That's a, you're wearing a lot of hats. Indeed. Right? Yeah, and maybe you just are managing people who wear those hats, but you still need to know the ins and outs of their job yeah. to manage them. Right? And But here is the bummer of it all. Mm. The average butler salary, according to salary.com, is, I want you to guess, it's updated 2022 as well. What do you think? $45,000 a year. Average is $63,000 a year. The range typically falls between 55 and 73. I wonder, do do they get room and board? I don't know. That's a good question. Are they living in the homes where they are butlers? Would you do all that stuff for $63,000 a year? I would uh, be a terrible person to work at that level of service. I wouldn't. I'd kill the game. Would you? You don't think so? (laughs) You like being told to do that much? Uh, Yeah, I like all that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if I was like single with no kids, maybe. It so, feels exhausting to me. It does. Now, let me, I watch a show on Bravo called um, Below Deck. Yeah. It's basically like they're butling. Well, and on one of the women in this show was wanting to be a yacht butler. Who was? Oh, on the movie that we watched? I don't know. Play that the brunette, her roommate. Oh, the roommate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That felt like it brought it into the 21st century to me, her talking about being a yacht butler as opposed to just like... In some old castle. Does this thing actually exist? Yes. Yeah. I mean, where do butlers exist? The White House? Do you think? I'm sure that, you know, for sure. Jeff Bezos' home? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Are they more prevalent in... European homes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But for $63,000 a year is not well, great. Well, think about it. If you're getting room and board, so you're not paying rent, you're not paying for food, you're not paying for utilities, maybe you have the use of a car, that could really round that value above three figures pretty quickly. Do you get the weekends off? Do you get a holiday? I don't know. I don't know either. Those, I don't know. If anybody knows the ins and outs of being a butler, please email us. I'm so curious. Yeah, because if you're making $63,000 a year and you can just bank all of that because you don't have to pay for anything. Not bad living. Yeah. I mean, if you're just paying for like a dinner out every once in a while, just ka-ching, ka-ching. On your two days off a year that you apparently (laughs) get. Yikes. Yeah, that's why being a boat butler... A yacht butler is a better deal, I think, because you do get days off between charter, according to Below Deck. Yeah. So, and there's a season, a yachting season. Of course, yes. So, see? sure. See? I don't know. If I didn't get seasick on a boat, I would do that. Maybe. Yeah. And if I was 40 I would years not. younger. No, I would not. <laughs> I would not. Let's talk first impressions, my dear. I forgot to write one down. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do mine then. I'm ready. Show me a child who aspires to being a butler when they grow up. Man, it doesn't you exist. Do not understand the pull of the Downton Abbey, which we need to discuss in a minute. We need to discuss in a minute. Don't say anything. I'm not gonna do say not anything. Steal my like from me. I'm not gonna say anything. But like, I think you grow up and you want to be royalty. You don't want to work for royalty. I mean, this is a real type A personality here. She's like, I want to be in charge. I want to be the person running that household. No. I grew up 
watching Beverly Hills 90210. Mm -hmm. Here's my example. I didn't want to work at the Beverly Hills Beach Club like Brandon did. I wanted to be a member at the Beverly Hills Beach Club like Kelly. Sure, me too. So it, it just is so weird to me that there would be like this little girl watching this Downton Abbey type show where she wants to be the HBIC. Right, but... She's not royalty. Head butler in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that wasn't by accident. But she's not. So what's the next best thing? What's, how else can she have this life? This is the only way. She's not royalty. She's, she's not a lady. Okay, fine. But I just, I don't know. That feels like a job of servitude. That like, Okay, I, but to your 90210 Beach Club point, did you watch Say by the Bell when they worked at the Beach Club? No. And like Zach and Kelly, they all had their beach club uniforms. That didn't that appeal to me. It well, because it was all of them working together. That looked like a fun job. Yeah, I, 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 I hear that. I hear that. I, I guess there are people out there. I'm not saying the person doesn't exist. It's just not for me. Even though I think I would do an awesome job at it. <laughs> She's, right. she's Carson, y'all. She thinks she's Carson. Here's what I like. Who's about this Carson? Just give me a minute. Okay. okay. All right. I loved so much the deep nod to Downton Abbey in the opening. The music is like two notes off of the Downton Abbey opening sequence. The scenes of them setting the table and lighting the fires and setting up the house is the Downton Abbey opening. It's so close to infringing on copyright violation <laughs> but it was so great and then of course they pull back and she's watching a television show i have seen downton abbey all the way through at least twice i love that show i love it i understood why she loved that show and i understood why watching that show because carson who is the head butler in this home he's part of their family and they later on emma shows a scene to henry where the head butler and one of the ladies of the house, he's like, that's a very inappropriate relationship. But that is the Carson-Lady Mary relationship. Like, he loves her above all else. So I could understand wanting to be that important to someone. You want to be the person, not the person that's important to them. If I had my way, yes. <laughs> you want to be the person who someone's, like, lighting your fire and combing your hair at night. You and wouldn't? Of course I do. Okay. <laughs> of course I do. But I'm also not that person. I'm just... Uh... I don't want to be that person. I don't want to comb somebody's hair. Like when I say like I could kill the butler game, I don't want to comb somebody's hair. I want to like manage the person who's going to comb that hair, arrange the flowers and set the table. That's what I want to do. <laughs> and it's not far from like my mom being mommy. Right. You know what I mean? Unpaid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Way less than $63,000 a year. Exactly. <laughs> Hence why we're not ironing tablecloths. <laughs> oh my God. I just, I love that Downton Abbey moment. I loved it so much. This is a show I've not seen, guys. I don't. I just, I don't know if I could do it. Like I said earlier, I really liked Corey Cott. I thought yeah. he was nice, calming balance to Emma's over-the-top, I'm-a-buffoon demeanor. <laughs> like, she thought she could do a job, but she, like, she really couldn't. And I thought it played nicely because there's a scene between them where he, I think they're talking about, like, wine pairings or something. And he's like, it's all about balance. And I was like, yes, he is the balance like, he balances Emma. Like, he's real, like, this way, and she's real, like, this way. And I'm making, like, an up and high. A scale. A scale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. So I thought, like, he balanced her out. I and mean, that's what I liked about him. I just found him so, like, dreamy in a way. Yeah. I agree. 
I loved their kiss. At the end? Yeah. She just like walks forward and puts that arm. I just loved it. Loved it. Well, when she, they were going to kiss like in the park on a walk at one point. And then she stops and I'm like, what a tease. Because like she was giving them those doe eyes, like make a move, dude. And then she's like, ah, we can't. I just was like, I hate this stuff. Lenny's going to get canceled. (laughs) Am I? By whom? The Hallmark listeners? Women and men of the world, you have the right to say no at any point. (laughs) You're right, but you're right. Okay. You can change your mind at any point. I don't. don't. Well, at that point, I was like, what difference does it make? Make out with him. You can still go back and work hard and study, but make out on the walk. Agree. (laughs) Have a little fun. Live a little. Agree. Um, I liked Stacey Farber. This is her first Hallmark movie. Is that right? She was like, okay. Like she's not a bad actress. I just don't like her character. So like it, but I liked her. Like she was like young and vibrant and funny. I just didn't like Emma. (laughs) Sorry. Well, are you ready for what we wished for? No, I have one more liked, but it comes with a but. I liked the tension that Henry's parents brought to it. Yeah. And the like pressure that they put on him. But how much do I believe that there's this like lineage of butlers, especially in like a family? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Does Downton Abbey have like a lineage of butlers? I don't know. But no, I don't. I'm not looking at you like you're crazy. I did think at some point it was like, how many times does he need to say to you he doesn't want to do this? I know. And his father, having been this incredible butler, I think should know that someone whose full heart isn't in it is not going to be a great butler given the amount of devotion of your time and energy it takes at some point it feels like his dad would have been like well this isn't what i want for you but you're gonna suck at this and give our family a bad name okay yeah like you're not you're gonna burn out you hate it you're not going to like it well and the thing is is like i don't know how old henry was supposed to be but like he's in a grown-ass adult he can't be like look yeah it took i'm him, not doing it yeah yes took him way too long to be like listen mom and dad I'm not going to 17 butler schools for you to finally realize. He's like the rebel that gets kicked (laughs) out of butler school for jerking around with his play settings. Yeah. So let's talk about what we wished for. I wish that Emma wasn't such a bumbling idiot. She's (laughs) clearly capable. She's been prepping for this moment her entire life. I do not buy that she cannot get her play setting act together. Yeah. And that's... a. Real shame because that's the writer who was, who has to like put this like bumbling idiot in this role. She can't put like a capable, strong woman in this. You know what I mean? Like it just is like, it's this like stereotype of like, I'm an idiot and this guy's going to come and he's going to help me. I needed the conflict to come from elsewhere because she's been preparing for this. She's been studying for this. She works, you know, in a restaurant practicing these things. Certainly she's, there's a place to look up play settings and she's been practicing this at home. I just don't buy that someone as dedicated as she is cannot get her act together. I agree. And they blow it off as stage fright, mm-hmm. but no. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. I wish for a better, a better script. Aww. Sorry. Um, like I said, I watched it with my husband and he's like, uh, this movie could have been about anything. It could have been, they could have been accountants. Like it was, and the joke is that he's, he's an accountant. my husband's an accountant, <laughs> but like he's right. They're like doing like a job. So you could slight, no, you could put any job in like whatever they were doing, accounting, crocheting. I, I don't podcasting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just was like, 
It was too cookie cutter for me. Really? Yeah. You know, it's funny because I felt like this was a little bit different. It felt a little bit different. One thing I like that I didn't mention is I liked that it felt like our writer, Anna White, had done her research so that when they're in those scenes about play settings and about how a butler dresses and all of these things, that it felt like reality, like we were in a classroom with them. I like that part, and I appreciate that the writer like made the effort to understand the topic that she is writing a movie about. Yeah. Because we've complained about that before in the past where there will be like an influencer storyline and I'm not calling us influencers. We just have an understanding of it. Sure. And, you know, it's like completely wrong or whatever. It's like, come on, do the research. So she obviously either has experience with somebody who is a butler or did the research. Right. And I can appreciate that. I liked Emma and Henry as friends, as peers. I did not find them to be a romantic couple. Gosh, I love their chemistry. Really? Yeah. Okay, and admittedly, like, I fell asleep at the very, very end. So here's my question. Here's my question. Did she take the job that his parents got her and then quit and went to wherever he was chefing at? Chefing. Whatever. She's, like, driving away, and he's, like, walking down the lane to her. And she gets out of her cab, and that's where they have their kiss. That's why you don't know the kiss, because you didn't see it happen in the woods. I saw a kiss that happened, like, they're in front of, like, they're in a kitchen, they're in like a chef's kitchen. This is the pivotal moment of the movie. She How quits her job. How long was I asleep? She, I don't know. She <laughs> takes the job. She likes it, but she, they're basically, they're like, yeah, you're not going to have a life. This was what didn't really, what bothered me. They're like, you're not really going to have a life out of here, which she kind of knew. But I guess she was like, oh, well, now that I want to bang Henry, I maybe do want a life out of here. You don't see her quit. You just see her throw her bag in a cab. They're driving away. And Henry's walking down the lane to her. So she says, stop, stop, stop. And she gets out. And he tells her that he's told his parents and he's going to go get a job. And she's like, oh, I quit. Let's go off together. And then the next scene, they're in that hotel that they were in together before. Uh-huh. Because he knew that chef and he apparently oh, had yeah, yeah, gone. Yeah. He, they don't say this, but evidently he had gone back and asked for a job. And she evidently had gotten a job there so they can have some sort of work-life balance. So that is their second kiss. You missed the good kiss. Well, I fell asleep. It was a good kiss. It was, it was well shot. Okay. Maybe I'll go back and just watch that part, but okay. Okay, let's move on to Did You See That? Her mom does not age. No, I know. That was so funny, right? Like, put a wig on her. Uh Put some fake wrinkles on her something. (laughs) The actress's name is Rebecca Davis. She is 41 years old. Stacey Farber is 34. So there is a seven-year age difference. (laughs) And that just goes to show you what the movies think about women because a 41 year old was old enough to play the mother of this 30 year old actress. Well, I wonder if Stacey Farber is su- the Emma character is supposed to be younger than that in the twenties in her twenties. She's 41 years old. Even no, if she was 21, I know, I know she'd I be know. only 20. No, yeah, I know. I get it. No, because she had gone to college and then she had gotten all these jobs and she'd been applying for years. I mean, maybe in her 20s still. She's only a few years older than that. The casting is always wrong in these movies. They're either, I mean, case in point, Joe Bradley from 90210 should not be playing a man who's looking at retirement. He, come on. And when we have like moms, they're either super old grandmas or they're... 41-year-old women to 30-year-old children. Yes. So do better casting. Call us. Okay. When Henry crashes into Emma at the beginning. Yeah. She's like holding on those plates like she's doing a 
freaking circus trick, yeah. right? And he crashes into her, and all the plates shatter into a million pieces on like carpet. Yeah. I was like, really? That's so stupid. Like, I just was like, that's not real. They would have just fallen, maybe broken, but not into like shards. Sure. That's I'm not dramatic, though. I'm just annoyed by stupid shit like that. They had to They had to make her look like a bumbling idiot. Well, and it wasn't her fault. It was his fault. For... I know. Oh, but a butler should always be aware of their surroundings. Okay, I'm going to tell you a quick story. One time, and I'm sure I told you this before, I threw my husband a birthday party at Angel Stadium, which is a baseball stadium here in Southern California, and we, uh, I rented out a big, huge suite. Yeah. It was for his 30th birthday. The doors to the suite opened out. So if you're inside the suite, the doors opened out. And when you rent a suite, they have like the service that comes with like the food and the whatever and the drink cart and this. It was very cool. They bring the dessert cart. Somebody, one of the people who brought it, put it in front of the door. I open the door to go to the bathroom and knock over the cart in the hallway and the lady was mad at me. And I was like, you're the dummy who put it there. I don't know how this is at all relevant to Butler's and Love. You felt Emma's pain. You did not feel like she should have been blamed for exactly. dropping the plate. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. There is a butler in training in this movie who has no lines. She doesn't appear on the IMDb page. She's a woman. But she's fighting for her life on screen. She there's a moment where they parade into the dining room for their synchronized service, and mm-hmm. she's got a pageant smile on. She's at the front mm. of that line, and she walks in, head held high. She's like, "This is my moment." There's another scene where Emma and Henry are saying goodbye to each other in the lobby of this butler school, mm-hmm. and she walks by, and they kind of say like, "Oh, bye, bye," to a couple of people. This woman walks by, turns to face them, big smile on her face, waves <laughs> at them, and then walks away. They don't even acknowledge her, but she's like, "I am getting my moment." I wonder if that's like the writer's friend, <laughs> spouse, you know, something. You know, they don't even look at her. They don't even uh, uh, nothing. That's so funny. I didn't notice that. Um, let's talk about her sad grilled cheese sandwich, though. Yeah, what was happening there? I, why was she making a grilled cheese sandwich? I get like butlers need to like know something about food preparation, but she made a grilled cheese sandwich yeah. that any child can probably make and burns the hell out of it. And I'm not saying that I haven't burned a grilled cheese sandwich in my 46 years Me too. on life. But here he goes, oh, put some Gruyere and apples in it and it will balance the burnt whatever okay but okay the sandwich is done at that point is he telling her to put i understand like the apple slice maybe on top like whatever but mm-hmm. he she's just putting a slice of cheese on top of this already grilled cheese sandwich no it goes inside agree and she takes a bite and she's like mm, yeah like it made a difference well when did you your sandwich was already made yeah there's no weird slice of cheese on top no. and slice of apple bad yeah come over while she's cooking it yes good i'm glad you saw it yeah glad you saw it the chalkboard rankings? Yeah. First of all, how devastating. Remember uh, when we were like in college, they would like, or even high school would put like your, what you, your grades up? Yeah. In college, it, it wasn't our name though. I think it was like the last four of our social. Like yeah, there was yeah. some sort of like anonymity. Yeah. Is that the right yeah. one? Okay. But I was like, she's like looking you don't think she didn't she knew she had to be like last there's also like 12 names on the board it's not that hard to find your emma i know she's 
It was like a big scene. <laughs> She's looking like finding her name on a cast list. Yes, like, exactly. Am I going to be Mary Poppins? <laughs> like she burnt the sandwich. She dropped the plate. She dropped the plate. She can't set a table for shit. Yeah. I'm like, what? Of course you're last. But the funny thing is, she goes to Mr. Willoughby and she's like, would you write me a letter of recommendation? He goes, you suck. No. And she's like, I know. (laughs) Yeah. At no point does she even really defend herself. She's like, I don't really know what's wrong with me. He's like, I don't know either. Well, and one point too, like, uh, Henry says like, oh, we're going out or whatever. He's like, a bunch of us are going out. And she's like, well, I'm studying my place settings. I was like, really? Like, how hard is it? It can't be that hard. I know. You like, you fork. I I learned place settings from pretty woman. You know what I mean? There's a salad fork and a dinner fork on your left. What more do you need well, to know? She had a fish fork. What? That goes at the top, does it not? I don't know. See, it's just so dumb. But I could me. study it and learn it. But then he says, a bunch of us are going out, and then just the two of them. It's just the two. My husband said the same thing. Where's everybody else? You know? <laughs> it was so funny. Okay, and there was one other scene, like, where they were doing, like, their almost, like, choreographed um, place setting. Not. Yeah. It was like, they were being graded on it. Yeah. Do you know serving? what I'm talking about? No, it was like the... Oh, like the two of them. Yeah. It was the two bumbling idiots. <sighs> or was it Emma and Henry? No, it was Emma and Henry, and they're, it wasn't like that cute scene when he's like, draw a, draw a setting. No, it's when they're being graded. I know they're what They're being about. graded. Which, like, when did... Why are the butlers doing a choreograph? Like, why are they doing it together? I don't know. Okay. The next immediate scene, he's like, I made you dinner. Yeah, When? When did you do that, dude? Like, they're both in their, like, in their butler outfit still. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No. I think it's made, he made the beef wellington. Yeah. And then she picked the right wine. He's like, oh, good job. Yeah. And he's got, like, all his lights set up outside. Yes. Oh, yeah. When he says good job about the wine, I wanted to crawl through the TV and punch him in the face. (laughs) Don't good job me. Would you rate this movie? Two stars. I gave it three. I liked it. I did not like it. it. I just thought it was so boring. Yeah, I'm sorry. When he goes, <laughs> what did you say? Set the expectation oh, for yes. me. And I was like, oh, it's decent. I, I hated it. I was really excited for it. Yeah, I was excited after you said it was decent. And I was like, hey, all right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because a three-star movie for me, that's a good score. I know. It was, I just, yeah. I think January, their new year, new movies was kind of a fail. Yeah, it was great overall. Next week, there is no new movie. It is a re-showing of The Wedding Veil. We have already reviewed that movie. You can go back and give that a listen if you have not had the chance. We will be back the week of February 12th, which is when The Wedding Veil Unveiled will be on air. Looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. Me too. So in we Italy. had Italy yeah. in Italy with an actual Italian actor. Yeah. Like many of his his acting credits are movies in Italian, so he's not like doing a fake. Buongiorno, principessa. <laughs> Although I don't think that was a fake accent either, but he's yeah, no fake Boston accents in this one. So we'll be back with that. We will be back next Tuesday with our regular Tuesday episode. And until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.